Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So since I got such an outstanding reaction uh, to the video that I cut of just about a week ago, the three things that you need to know in order to have a non-dual awakening, I thought that I would just follow up on that. And because in that one, we talked about what you are not, uh, that you're, you're not a body, you're not a name, you're not a brain. You're just not, a, and, and really, you're just not even, a, and you're, you're not a noun at all. So, so what is it that you think? So how, if, if you're not that, then why don't you know that? Why don't we know, just know that from birth? Huh? Well, that would be easier if we were birth, but see, we're the unborn. <laughs> so there's no one here to get it. There's no one here to have understood it at birth since there was no birth. And there's no one here to get it now since there's no one home now. And there never has been and never will be anybody home. So there's actually, let's just look at what's talking to you. So it's a unit. We can clearly see that a unit's being used, but a unit by itself has no capabilities whatsoever. Withdraw the animating presence and one of these things flop to the floor. It can't even decay by itself. It needs insects and microbes and time and weather and all that stuff. Then it, then it can decay, but it can't even do it by itself. It's just hapless and, 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 and really, and we don't want to say hopeless because there's, that would indicate that there was something there that could possibly do something and, and it disappointed us. It didn't live up to our expectations. And that, of course, is untrue. So, what you think you are, unless you're presently awake. I mean, when I say presently, I mean this moment. I don't mean I had, an, ooh, I had an awakening a week ago and it was really something. That's not what I mean. Um, it was not that I had an awakening this morning and now I'm following up and wow, that's not what I mean. And it's not that day at the beach in 1967. It just isn't. Mm -mm. What I mean is if you are awake to who and what you are right now, I should say who you are, because I, I don't, I can, I can tell you that there's a sense of being here, but I can't find an owner to it. I can't tell you that I am. I know most, most of you can say that with great confidence. I can't. I can't say, I can't say I'm not, and I would not dare to say I'm not. I'm thinking that I'm, that, that I might very well be, but it's not what I can honestly report. What and who's honestly reported, I'm just trapped by language. What can honestly be reported is that there's a sense of being here. And the sense of being, by the way, I had a client this week and uh, on uh, Saturday, and I don't usually do sessions on Saturday, but this guy made me an offer I couldn't refuse. So, <clears throat> and he came up with, he, he was, and he had zero background in this, none whatsoever. He's just doing it because a friend put him up to it. And, uh, and he was, I mean, he was open, but not really open, but he did really open up and he, man, he woke up, it was great. I've gotten an email from him since. So, uh, but when we're talking about the sense of being, which you, if you watch any of my videos or anything like that, you, you know that I talk about that a lot. And he didn't understand what the sense of being was exactly. And he went, you mean the sense of existence? And I said, yeah, that's it, the sense of existence. So after, um, 
uh, nine years of me rambling on about the sense of being and having to uh, get people to try to understand it, what I can tell you is that that sense of existence that it is here right now, there's a sense of existence here, but I cannot find anybody that owns it. You check. Don't believe me and who cares about Fred's experience? It's, it's your experience that matters. What I've seen or what I might know or not know or anything like that is just has nothing to do with it. It's all, it's all about what's seen through those eyes. That's the whole point of this teaching. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to tell you about my experience. I'm trying to tell you about yours. <laughs> so, um, Oh, see, he's getting real comfy here. He's crossed his legs and all that. Very good for it. So this, what you think you are, unless you're currently away this moment, is that you think that you are what I call a character. And let's look at and let's look at character. Where do we find characters normally? When we use that word, well, we can say, "Oh, he's a character" or something like that. But in general, we think about you know, in in plays, they have characters, and they have movies that have the, that have characters. Um, and and uh, uh, there's but in movies they might call them roles more often, but but it's a role. You, you are cast in the role of a certain character, right? Yeah. So what we'll notice is that most characters, you know, like uh, if somebody that dresses up at Disney World, what's he doing? He's playing a character. So notice here that the word character is predominantly pointing toward imaginary things. <laughs> that could be a tip off for us. So <clears throat> you believe that you are a character and its character's name is Bobby or Sally or, you know, whatever your name is. Over here, was, there was a strong belief in a Fred character. Matter of fact, I thought I was a Fred. And who's saying that? A whiteness. A whiteness is telling you that. And a whiteness is confessing to a whiteness because there's nothing else for me to confess to that over here, there was, a, there, there was a dream of a Fred. And see, what I thought, what Fred thought, if you will, Fred Ness <clears throat> thought, was that this was Fred's dream, that the manifestation, the world, life, whatever, that this was Fred's dream. Uh, and it is, but I'm not a Fred. See, I'm not afraid. Therefore, this is not my dream. I just experience it vicariously. My core dream, I don't want to say it's somebody else's dream, not anybody else, but I want to say that my core dream is that I'm afraid. I am divinity dreaming that I am afraid. I'm a, I am divinity dreaming that I am a character. And I don't realize that I'm a character. I mean, this is a play, and I don't know the lines, I don't know the beginning, I don't know the end. I, do, uh, I only know very, very few of the other characters in the play. I don't know my lines, I don't know my role, I don't know what it's supposed to do. That's the reason I said it's getting very comfortable. I notice it crossed its legs. That's what, that's what this unit is doing, and there is absolutely nothing that I could do to stop that 
leg crossing. That's the reason I just went, okay, good for it. Might as well accept what this unit does because I don't have any choice. Now, this is just a whiteness talking to a whiteness. So got, we've got no reason to, to pull the wool over your eyes there, myself. <laughs> this really gets complicated, doesn't it? So, let's look at make-believe character for just a minute. Because the character that you awakeness, the role that you have assigned yourself or that over there, and you really haven't assigned it to yourself, you were assigned it to that unit, right? Which is just a part of you. And it's not like a separate part of you. There are no parts in wholeness, it's just an expression. But don't think that that denotes any type of separation because it doesn't. With oneness, there's not like half a oneness. There's just oneness. There's not half of something that is not defined. So over here, that was the strong belief in a Fred character. And I'm using this story simply because it's the one I can, I can share most intimately and easily with you. But it doesn't make this story at all special. This is just, this is pretty much a run of the mill awakening story from a run-of-the-mill guy who just uh, got, you know, a, 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 the sense of a guy, run-of-the-mill unit, that's for sure, run-of-the-mill unit who got very, very lucky, and although it tried to throw its life away, um, uh, oneness wouldn't have it, so to speak, and oneness is not an entity, but it's hard to talk about it without referring to it like it's an entity. It's just it is um, it, it is cooperating with linguistics, okay? You need to cooperate with the truth, which is sit here and be, be quiet. That was a few seconds of me cooperating with the truth. Now let me cooperate with uh, linguistics. <laughs> so I smashed my hand on a door, isn't that awful? I couldn't believe it right before a session. I just accidentally, you know, obviously accidentally, <laughs> intentionally smashed my hand into a door. I accidentally smashed my hand into a door and I had to come right in here and go straight into a session and I grabbed a Kleenex and I sat there and covered my bleeding, I grabbed Band-Aids on the way in here. And so I, I'm dedicated to session work, you know. I don't want to be disturbed even if my hand is just screaming. We had a good session. So you think that you are this character. The first thing to note about a character is that a character in a play is not the play. So in other words, and the, and the, the, the play is not necessarily about the character. Now I know that you think you're the star of, 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 of this play. So you are the shining star of the play, but what about the other eight billion of us? I mean, we're just, what, cheese whiz or something? I mean, <laughs> I want to be special too. See, that's, you, you think you're the, you think that you're the star, and you are 
but sort of the star of the show, but you're the unseen, unknown, unspoken of star of the show. Well, you think that you are the star of the show when in fact, there is no character that is the star of the show. There is nothing but equality. It's equanimity across the board. This is a character in the show. Betsy's over there working. That's a character in the show, right? Um, Socrates was a character in the show. Ralph Waldo Emerson was a ca character in the show. All characters, and it's just, and they were great characters, you know? I even like the way they dressed. I mean, I wish that I could wear toga or something, or maybe some of those great 18th century clothes with all the buttons and, you know, and the lapels and the, and the nice little tie and all that, like, and be, re be respected and live in a big house and have everybody love me the way they did Emerson, because, I mean, he was just the god of America at the time, just about. I mean, he was the, he was America's philosopher. America's answer to Plato, really. So, <clears throat> there's no star to the show, but there's a show here. And you, divinity, think that you are just one of these. Now, on this planet alone, I said 8 billion, that's bad, that's not true, it's like 7 and a half. But, it's a lot of people, no matter what what number of billions it is. It's, that's a lot. And you're not any single one of those. And this eight billion, and, and, and that was, that's just human beings as if they were special and they're not. I mean, they're special in the sense that there is a level of consciousness in a human being that doesn't exist <clears throat> in many animals, but I don't know that it doesn't, I could, wouldn't say it doesn't exist in any animals. It doesn't exist in many animals as far as we can tell. But, you know, they got some stuff on parrots and I think ravens and, and uh, dolphins and, and oh my God, now octopi, the uh, unbelievable. So, so we don't know anything. <laughs> But we, but we make up rules as we go and we put them in books and we say this is the way things are. And we cooperate with that. We go along with that until we find out, well, that's actually not the way that, that, that things are. You know, Newtonian physics ruled, subatomic physics came in, and they actually didn't rule out Newton. What they did was they just gave us a, a, an understanding that that Newtonian physics, they exist over here in the big, big world, but they don't exist in the tiny, tiny world. Tiny, tiny world, they don't work. So there's something fishy going on here, don't you see? And check with me right now. I know you think you're a character, but drop that character for just a minute. Just drop it. And drop it and let me ask you this. Um, in the absence of the character, just pretend. Why don't you just pretend you were consciousness for a minute and didn't even have a body? Just, just throw it out there. If you were consciousness and didn't have a body, could you experience time? 
I don't think so. I've had a lot, a lot of people check and uh, never had anybody come back say, yes, I can. Because I'd have to ask them who the I is. And in the absence of a belief in a character, there's no time. So it's belief in a character and belief in time. And it's belief in space. And they're great, right? I'm not arguing with time and space. Far be it from me to argue with such sound principles. But they're not true. And that's what we want to understand is that we use things. Part of waking up is, is learning to use ordinary language without believing it. Because it just gets too constricted if you stay just too not right? <laughs> You're talking about yourself and the, with royal wheeze and, the, you know, and all that stuff, which I mean, you can really build up the ego tremendously by trying to avoid the idea that there's an ego over there. But there is something that we could label an uh, ego just as there is over here. Uh, it's not it's not a thing. It's not a central thing at all. It's a series of patterns, but we identify with the, those patterns with the name ego in the same way that we identify hurricane patterns as uh, Hurricane Jane, right? The uh, it's but there's there's no actual Jane there. There's just just a just a name, just a convenience of language. So what I want you to understand is the character's dilemma, like the title of this video indicates, unless I've changed it since now, uh, unless I've changed my mind, the name of it will be the character's dilemma. And the character's dilemma is unbelievable because it's a, it's a make-believe character, right? <clears throat> so what you think you are is actually make-believe. And if you have had an awakening experience then try this, any kind of awakening, any kind of glimpse at all, or huge awakening makes no difference. Same, I mean, you're seeing the same thing, it's just a matter of duration. So, and some with clarity. But go back to your awakening, if you've had one. Or if it's not, not an awakening, go back to a very, very keen spiritual insight, a big one. Who woke up? Who woke up? This is a common inquiry for me because I find that most people will then answer, they don't know what woke up, but they know what didn't. And what they'll say is, well, not Jane. That's a revelation. When it, even though that they knew that before they ever met me, they didn't know they knew it. See, you're actually already awake. I've told you this before, I'll tell you again. You're actually already awake, but because you don't know that you're awake, awakeness, you're actually awakeness. And awakeness has no capacity for, you know, actually for, for, sleep, for sleep, although, it can be aware of itself or not. And when it's not, we could call that. When we go there at night, we do call it sleep. So, <clears throat> so it's an imaginary character. 
There's, there's no Fred here. There's just patterns. And we're calling this pattern Fred because we, why not? I mean, I was trained to call it Fred. I've trained you to call it Fred. You know, Fred Davis stuff all, all over the place. Envelopes addressed to me here and emails coming in. Oh my God, Fred, please help me. No Fred here. So what you think you are, whatever that name is that you go by, if you believe in that name, if you believe that you're this human, if you believe in this body, then you're believing in an imaginary character. That's what I pointed out in the last video. Now, what I want you to see now is the character's dilemma. Now, there's no character. That's the first thing we have to see. So there cannot be a character's dilemma. Not in truth. There can't be, there's no character. If there, since there's no Fred, there is no way that Fred is <clears throat> going to have good or bad things happen to him today. And there's no way that Fred uh, had cereal for breakfast or anything like that. The unit might have had cereal for breakfast, but, it, but not Fred because there's no Fred here. Nonetheless, for 50, well, not really 54 years, I should say for 24 years from the time, well, from well, probably about 54 years of seeking, but it became obvious at when I was 30. So, and so, if, well, it's 30, when I was 32 or something like that, I guess. And um, so, <clears throat> yeah, in, in, in uh, 84. So, it became noticeable to me, so to speak, whatever it is that I am, that this was the seek became a seeking unit, right? It wanted to find out, it wanted to find enlightenment. It wanted to find out the truth. It wanted to discover its own true nature. Now there's no one here to do that. You see? The character wants to discover its own true nature and it doesn't have one. Whoops. <laughs> it's an imaginary character. And an imaginary character cannot, for the life of itself, find its true nature because it does not have one. Most of you out there watching this, I would be willing to bet, I mean, there might be more white people watching this than I suspect, but I doubt it. <clears throat> Most of you out there right now, you would tell anybody that you are searching for your true nature and you don't have one. You don't have one. Now you, with a capital Y, you got one but you, the character, you don't have one. How, can, how do I know? Because you can't have one. There's no character. So now let's look at this for just a minute. There's no character. That's a whole, it's a whole make-believe concept. Yet what has, <clears throat> what have we done? And by, by saying what have we done, it's just a, a way of saying it, but what has the aliveness that is here? the sense of existence. 
there's a sense of existence, <clears throat> and there's it, and then furthermore, there's there's a sense of being, and there's a sense of being Fred. Right? The sense of being is true, but it's not anybody's. The sense of being Fred is false from beginning to end. It's totally reliant on the sense of being, but the sense of being doesn't need a Fred at all. So the make your make-believe character, who cares about mine? I'm just saying Fred, your make-believe character, <clears throat> the one you've made up, the one you pretend to be, the one who went to school, the one who goes to work, the one who got married, um, the one who gardens or fishes or golfs or whatever it is, that's who you think you are, but the mommy, the daddy, no, no. <laughs> Within relativity, all of that may be true. Fine. We're not trying to disrelativity. What we're trying to do is understand relativity through the eyes of awakeness instead of the eyes of the character. <clears throat> but the so-called character's dilemma is that we have assigned these characters. Fred had a job. And the only thing that it could sign Fred that job, since there is no Fred, would be awakeness itself. Hmm, how about that? But awakeness doesn't know that it was awakeness, it thought it was a Fred. And so awakeness assigned this body, which awakeness thought it was, a job. And this body's job was to go out and discover its true nature, and there wasn't one. But when there's not one, you can search forever, can't you? And you just can't find it. So, so what I did, and I believe if you check, this is what you've done. And this is just incredible. Within the play, the character has assigned the character a job. And the job that the character has assigned the character is to go out there, for God's sake, finally, absolutely, just, and, and, and please, will you just do it and spit it out straight? Go out there and find out your true nature. Well, I've already told you, you don't have one. So that's, that, that's, that's a crap instruction. Because since you don't have one, you don't have one because there's no character. I mean, there's, there's nothing to have. A there's only true nature, but true nature doesn't have a true nature. <laughs> that would be two-ness, right? There's only true nature. So what happens is the job that the character has been assigned within the dream is the character is, is, is you can't wait for the day that the character finally determines, discovers, that there is no character. Do the math. <laughs> Do the math of one, if you would, please. Can a character that does not exist come to discover that it does not exist? No. <laughs> it's, if there's no character here, there's, in this case, then there's, there, there's space. It may be conditioned of space. There's a unit here. So will the unit go out and discover 
that there is um, no character? Absolutely not, because the unit the unit is just an animated cadaver. Pull away the animation. Boop. So it's not the unit; it's the animation that discovers true nature. Quite a different story. Quite a different story. Because see, it, 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 you've been thinking you're an animated cadaver, but you're not. You're the animation that animates that cadaver. You are the life that runs through that cadaver. You are the life that runs through this can too. It's all part of the dream. It's all Maya. Nothing absolutely true, but I notice there's a heck of an experience here. And this experience is called the Fred story, the Fred life, the Fred experience. And I, and I awakeness am having a Fred experience. And Fred, me, see, Fred is my avatar to go into, boom, into this, my virtual reality. But I noticed that I called it virtual reality because it's a virtual character, <laughs> which means it's virtually a character, but it's not. That which, listen here, let me put this so simply, that which does not exist cannot come to discover that it does not exist. And you check and see if that isn't what you're doing, I guarantee you it is. I say that because I've worked with thousands of people and work with and I've, I've woken up with more than a, woken up more than a thousand people and that's what they wake up to ah, I pointed out and they scream <laughs> now here I look at this this unit is, is, is screwing itself this is one of my this is one of my big tricks you know and I'm not and I'm not charging you guys any money this is a problem but I can't do anything about it when it wrote the book of undoing and 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 awaken now i knew just knew it was writing this unit out of a out of a job i was i was there was there was fear that, that, that even though there was there was there was a fred here that was afraid even though there was clearly no fred not so much for the for the for awaken now but but very much for the book of undoing it just wasn't that clear yet awaken now i could there was still those things arose but i didn't take ownership of it there was still a, I could just say yeah you thought that about the book of undoing too now spill it because <laughs> you can't write a book about how to wake up without telling people how they wake up how to do it right and that's what i wanted to do <laughs> there's a lot of books out there like that but i didn't want to write one of them so I just cut through everything with both, both those books. I cut through it with all of them. But those books were actually to wake you up. The others are Beyond Recovery has a good bit of stuff in it about pre-awakening. The other, uh, but the book of what is it? The Book of Unknowing and the Book of Unveiling, those are chiefly uh, books about uh, post-awakening. I got a woman letter from a woman in Atlanta today who's in post-awakening and very, very confused. <laughs> and <clears throat> I 
recommended that she come to Satsang with me. She told me she, I do not have it. I want what she call them the uh, anyway, instead of money, she called them like fun tablets or something. I don't know what it was, but fun things. And, but she didn't have enough dollars to have a session with me yet. She's hoping that with her tax refund, she will. But I recommend that she come to Satsang. <clears throat> you don't have to wait for Satsang. I mean, wait, wait to hit the lottery to, to come to Satsang. You can just come. You can just come. You don't even have to announce it. You can just come. And I recommend that you come. Because if you're hearing anything in this video, how about we talk one-on-one? -on -one? And you get two hours of that. And this is not a, I mean, I'm really, it's not a, it is a plug for Satsang, but it's not a plug for Satsang to fill my coffers. My coffers have enough in them now. I don't need to go out and drum up new business. But, but you have a need for further instruction. And the cocky one of you out there that thinks, no, I don't, you especially do. You especially do. Because you're like me. You're like I was. A little bit too sure, a little bit too cocky. The character's dilemma is that a make-believe character can never, ever come to see that it's a make-believe character. So in the absence of a character, what do we find here? Well, we find this. So it's this that comes to see that it's not that. It's not this that comes to see it's not this. That's what we're trying to do. <clears throat> can't work, won't work. When there's, and I can give you all the practices in the world, but this is still not going to liberate this from thinking it's this. <laughs> it can't happen. It can only be seen through. Inquiry is a very helpful tool in seeing through. It's the only, the, the only practice I know of that has a direct relationship between you're doing that practice and waking up. It's a direct relationship. It can't call, you know, it, it, it's still, I mean, I can't do inquiry and make it happen for you and you can't do inquiry and make it happen for you. It still just has to happen. But I noticed that there appears to be a direct link between in, inquiry and that. There's an indirect link between meditation, japa, chanting, um, bowing, singing, many, many types of practices, there's an indirect relationship. The only one I know of that's a direct relationship is inquiry and it's inquiry as it's practiced here. I gotta say that, I'm sorry. I know that makes me so very arrogant, but I'm, but I'm not saying that other, other forms of inquiry aren't very, very helpful. And aren't, I'm not saying they're not very, very helpful or very, very skillful, they are. I admire some of the people who have, uh, illuminated us to the value of inquiry. I value it very much and I value them very much and I respect them very much. But just check to see if the inquiry you're doing is actually liberating. Because inquiry, the way it's done over here, usually takes about 45 minutes. 
There's plenty of inquiry to be done after that. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> That's just for an initial seeing. That's just for an initial awakening. But look at whatever practice you're doing and continue with that practice. I encourage that practice. I'm a practice guy. I don't do any practice, but, I'm in, but I encourage practice. If it's already happening. And if, or if it's not happening, but there's a draw to it, then I hardly endorse practices. But if there is no practice occurring and there's no draw over there to begin a practice, then I would tell you don't start thinking that you should be practicing because if you were supposed to be practicing, you'd be practicing. And if you were pulled toward it, you'd be starting it. And if you're not, you're not. Let it go. Let it go. There are rules and there are exceptions, and I'm not really sure which one that would make you, I think, right? Okay, I've taken up lots of time. I don't even know how long this video is, but it seems like it's pretty long. I need to go. So uh, sit down with a pencil and pipe, piece of paper and work out the math of one and then apply it to your situation and see if that doesn't change. Thank you very much. See you later. Love you all.